Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Overflow Podcast. My name is Julian Estrada. I would like to take a moment here at the beginning and thank everyone that has liked, followed, and subscribed our podcast. You guys are very awesome. Those that are in, that see me in person and they thank me for whatever they heard or just uh, saying that, give me a pat on the back saying it sounded good. I really do appreciate all that. Um, I do want to encourage those that haven't done that. If you haven't liked, follow, subscribe, please do so. Also, we do have an Instagram page uh, as the Overflow Podcast. In between every letter, there's an underscore. Um, I will put a link in the subscription below. Uh, please follow, share that page. Uh, hopefully, it could be a blessing to someone. Also, um, leave a comment. Leave a comment on uh, on the platform whichever one you use i believe soundcloud will go ahead and push those those comments to me um soundcloud is what i use to that it's the platform that will share everything and puts it on the different rss feeds and all these different like apple spotify all that and i believe soundcloud collects all those and i'll be able to see it uh, i am still new to uh this podcasting gig so i am learning some of the bugs and everything about it so if I see a comment, I would like to give a shout out. I would like to say thank you for your guys' love and support. Um, I would try to be a little bit more active also on our Instagram, maybe putting out words of encouragement, things like that. Um, just encouraging everyone to be involved in the kingdom of God. This is what it's about. It is about to encourage those that are looking for the will of God in their life to whether you're young, single, married with kids, or even an elderly person who's been there and done that and they are just watching and kind of just enjoying listening to our i guess our silly mistakes uh, not really mistakes in doing the work of god but there sometimes is just funny moments so and they could just laugh with us no hey been there done that <laughs> so but um, i really do i want to take a moment again and say thank you thank you guys um well, we're going to go ahead and get started on the podcast today. I uh, really am looking forward to this one. It is just going to be me talking today, and I'm going to talk about Bible studies and outreach. Uh, Bible studies and outreach are its a passion of mine. I don't consider myself an expert at all, but I really do have a burden and a love for it, and I love to see when someone else joins that burden and gets involved too. Um, especially when the light turns on um, and they just become fishers of men. And uh, if I could even title today's podcast, um, I would like to call it The Blessings of Fishing. The Blessings of Fishing. So I, um, well, I, I'm not going to keep you guys waiting much longer. We're going to go ahead and get started. And again, welcome to The Overflow. So I am very excited about sharing this passion and burden with you guys. Um, this is something I would say is probably relatively new to me um, as far as really d 
digging and getting involved. Um, but at the same time, when I look back at my childhood and growing up, uh, outreach, uh, doing Bible studies of some sort, maybe not a series. I don't think I ever did that until uh, very recently. But I have done a Bible study since I was a young man uh, and or even just debates. And that's really, thank God for Inland Lighthouse Church, the ministry that we have, and also uh, Bible quizzing. Bible quizzing put a lot of scripture in my heart. Uh, growing up, I did quiz for roughly 10 years. I know towards the end, I, I don't think I finished a few years, but um, or I finished but just didn't really memorize all the scriptures. But um, I, I do want to, well, thank the, our pastor and his burden for Bible quizzing here at Inland Lighthouse Church. But also just uh, thank God that um, that ministry is available um, it really did help me through hard times as a young person, uh, just going through um, just things, you know, growing up. So that hiding the word in my heart that I might not sin against thee. So it is a very, very uh, crucial time in my childhood. But now, uh, you know, being a an adult with three kids and you know, really getting involved in this. And this really started when I got more involved in bus ministry. Bus ministry really put a fire behind me for this. And the reason being is because I was winning souls to God. I was knocking doors. People started coming and they were getting the Holy Ghost. No, I didn't give them a Bible study before. It's just a preaching word of God that came forth. And they went to the altar and they prayed and they got the Holy Ghost. And it was, and I just, like I jumped on a few Bible studies with them. I started teaching Bible studies with different moms. Uh, we did them with a few different kids. We did do like maybe one or two with like bus where we would meet up with a couple of different kids and we'll just talk about the plan of salvation. Um, and it really started to start this fire behind me. Um, I And I really enjoy it. I really love the self-study that comes along with it and also just the just teaching and no, I'm not, again, I'm not a theologian, so it's not like I'm putting down some crazy knowledge, but I'm just teaching the fundamentals of the gospel message and answering whatever questions I can. Um, anything that's within, I feel like I can answer. Uh, if not, I do before, hey, you should talk to pastor about that. <laughs> There's a lot of that that goes on too. Um, but outreach in Bible studies is... But very important when it comes to being Pentecostal apostolic. There are a lot of religions out there, and um, I'm not trying to poke fun or anything like that, but they are known for their outreach, such as the Mormon church. They have a huge missionary thing that they do um, when a kid graduates high school. And there's also the Jehovah Witness. It's almost like you see signs that kind of like people will put on their door, like, you know, like no Jehovah Witnesses, you know, like just because they're so known for it. Knocking doors, going door to door. Um, But as a Pentecostal apostolic, when we look at things in the book of Acts, which is where all the church started, they went 
door to door. They knocked. They they uh, they did the will of God on going and teaching the Great Commission. So, if I could, if I could just go back and and talk about the Book of Acts for a second, the Book of Acts is an account of the church when it first started. The the New Testament church. It is the action of what the New Testament church is. Now, the New Testament, um, it is the era that we live in now. It is after Jesus came, died, and, or sorry, after Jesus was born, and then we started the New Testament as we begin to go into a new covenant. So, Testament, it's uh, basically a new covenant with God. Um, so, now we're in this New Testament, we're in this new covenant, and we are now a part of the new church the new testament church so the new testament church is simply the it is the grace the blood of jesus the gospel message so when we join the new testament church and we begin to try to mirror the book of acts it is more than just acts chapter 2 Yes, I, I really do believe that we need to follow the gospel message. We need to repent, be baptized in Jesus' name, and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. But it doesn't stop there. Acts chapter 2 is not just who we are. There's 26 other chapters that we still need to consider. So when I say I'm a book of Acts church, I'm not just talking about the Holy Ghost. I'm talking about everything. There's 28 chapters. We are all of them, not just Acts chapter 1 and 2. The rest of the book of Acts, after that the Holy Ghost was poured out in Acts chapter 2, it, it, it captures the rest of the actions of the church. They went and they taught. They did miracles. They started revivals. And there was, you know, all these different stories. You, I, I'm not going to take time and go through all of them, but we know that miracle signs and wonders begin to follow peter james and john they were preaching and holding revivals and the holy ghost was being poured out and one of the things they did is they went and they reached and they taught and they did the will of god so all scripture as stated by paul is given for our learning so if we were to only try to look at acts chapter 2 and mirror just that well, we I would say we would do pretty well. I mean, the gospel message is a great place to start, but it's not the only thing we're supposed to do. We have a bigger commission that we need to do as a church of God. And all and again, all scripture is given by inspiration to God. And so we shouldn't just look at one little portion, but let's look at all of it. So if I could, let's start in the Old Testament. Let's talk about doing the will of God and continuing the book of acts and and like how can we what what can we tie in with the old testament as far as the work doing the work of god okay so let's look back in genesis let's start all the way to the beginning so adam and eve they are placed into a garden of a beautiful paradise this beautiful paradise which i i'm going to use as a metaphor of salvation so when we're saved, we leave this world 
or Egypt or this ungodliness and we become a part of a paradise the beautiful something that's that's God made salvation and so we become a part of this garden well God didn't just put Adam and Eve in a garden put them there and say okay now i'm gonna send you food i'm gonna send you this i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that and you just you just stand there and you be safe no he actually put up rules and but he he the main thing though is that he told them to dress it and to keep it so once we're saved it means it's time for us to get to work when we get into our salvation God has a plan for us still. And so and so let's go ahead and let's look at some of the times where Jesus put people to work. As he called them or as they came to salvation. For instance, so Jesus, when he was walking, he saw Peter and Andrew and he said, Follow me, I will make you fishers of men. It didn't appear that Jesus was just trying to save them and reach them, which obviously he was, but he saved them and reached them and said, I'm going to have a task for you. So obviously they, they followed and they, and they did what exactly what that, and they did become saved and they did become fishers of men. And what's crazy is that when they responded, they didn't necessarily know who Jesus was at the time, but they were drawn to him. They went and they followed him through his earthly ministry. And they eventually were there on the day of Pentecost when the Holy Ghost was poured out. And they did. Again, they became fishers of men. So Jesus, he started his earthly ministry reaching and grabbing and almost setting people on a task. Like, I'm going to have something for you. But I, you're going to be saved. Then on the Great Commission... When Jesus, he's already died, he went to the cross, he rose again. He had a, he was going to go ahead and start to tell them that it is time to go. Matthew and Luke's account of Jesus giving the Great Commission and commanding them to go and wait for the promise of the Father. He, he wasn't saying, go, get the gift, then don't leave your house. Once you're saved, just stay in your home. It will be safer that way. And I'll come back and I'll get you. No, no, no. He said, you're going to go and receive this promise, the Holy Ghost. And when that happens and the power of God is on you, you're going to go and you're going to start teaching and preaching and miracles, signs and wonders are going to follow. And you're going to hold revivals that this world has never seen and we're gonna still we are still gonna have revival that this world has never seen so if i can just recap real fast so basically since the beginning of time when god put man and women in paradise they were given a test when god began his earthly ministry and began to pull to save those he began and he almost commissioned basically commissioned them with a task that you will be be fishes of men and then when he leaves after his death, burial, and resurrection, he had another task, and that's for you to go and teach. So once you get the Holy Ghost, you can immediately begin to witness. 
Now, I'm not saying that you're going to go and walk up to a pulpit and start preaching. And you're going to do a pulpit ministry right away. You got the Holy Ghost, man. Go preach it. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. But immediately, you'll begin to change and you'll become a physical witness. The glow of God through you. And I believe that because I know people have gotten the Holy Ghost and they come around their friends. And it's only been a short time. Something's different. Or when, or when someone just prayed through the Holy Ghost and they come up to you and you could tell right away, oh, that person, they're glowing different. They got the Holy Ghost. If you've never seen someone get the Holy Ghost before, um, it is a beautiful sight. And just the glow of God. It's almost like you could tell when someone's gotten the Holy Ghost and they were praying. And they, let's say they've been seeking it for a while and they come back and you could just tell. Hey, buddy, like, how's it going? You know, maybe they didn't get it. But then that one time they came back and you're just like. Uh-huh. Yep. You got the Holy Ghost, didn't you? So they could immediately a physical witness. You could reflect what God just did in your life. But you could even witness by telling your neighbor, hey, you want to believe what happened. You are immediately starting that great commission when you got full of the Holy Ghost and you start telling your neighbor, hey, I got I was at this church the other day and I got the Holy Ghost and God did this wonder in my life that you wouldn't, you would never believe. And you begin to tell them and you begin to share it. Now, if you're there, I know there's plenty of times in church where people come, maybe their first time, they didn't know anything about our church. They know anything about the Acts chapter two, the Holy Ghost. They didn't know just the preaching word of God did a work, put conviction in their heart. They went to the altar and prayed. They got filled with the Holy Ghost. They spoke in tongues and they were like, what just happened? Well, they could they could begin to seek and study. They could get involved in the Bible study, learn, and that's not a very it's it, you, that could be a forty five minute Bible study, maybe even less than that. And you could tell them what exactly happened on that moment, and then they could take that same Bible study and be like, "Hey, I know this is true. Let me tell my neighbor. Let me tell my mom, my dad, my aunt, my uncle, whatever family member," and they could begin to witness just what happened to them. On that day, that's fulfilling the Great Commission. You're going and you're teaching and you're telling of Jesus Christ. And you're doing exactly talking about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Now, um, now for for this moment, for this podcast, um, I'm also talking about just fulfilling it. Maybe you got in the Holy Ghost a long time ago. You were raised in church. You got it as a young child. You're now entering to adulthood or you're just up, getting a little older, you're a young youth or you're maybe you're married now and you're just God's pulling at you and you just want to teach a Bible study. Do it. Absolutely do it. There's a lot of things you can learn. Um, you know, I, I've listened to podcasts before in the past where they talk about you know, the little tips and tricks, you know, like you go to someone's home, try to do it one on one, try to keep it short. Be prompt, all those little things. But uh, I'm not talking about all those today. I'm just talking about fulfilling the Great Commission and the blessings that come with fishing. The blessings that come. So when you go out and you do the work of God and you're fulfilling the work, and trust me, there's going to be days you're going to be tired, you're going to be exhausted. But there are plenty of scriptures in the Bible that talk about your reward. For doing the work of God. First off, if I could say, 
the 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 biggest reward is that a soul is now saved a soul is saved and they are no longer headed towards a hell because you went and you told them about god and you told them hey there's this church we got it's very simple come and visit i maybe you don't give them exactly the gospel message the first time you saw them you just told them hey come to church with me come check it out we got an event coming on and then you just let god do the work but in james chapter 5 and verse number 20 it says let him know that he which converteth the sinner from the error of his way shall save a soul from death and shall hide a multitude of his sins i'm gonna read that in a different translation i'm gonna do the let's do the amplified let's see let the latter one be sure that whoever turns a sinner from his evil course will save that one soul from death and will cover a multitude of sins procure the pardon of many sins committed by the convert um let me look up another one. We'll do one more. We'll do new new living translation. You can be sure that whoever brings the sinner back from wandering will save that person from death and bring about the forgiveness of many sins. That the the greatest reward you just saved someone from eternal damnation. That is the best reward right there. And not only that, but happiness and joy follows those who follow the will of god when you are in the will of god and you are following him there is just happiness there's peace there's contentment that comes to following the will of god and it is the will of god to fulfill the great commission to do his work the satisfaction of seeing a soul saved and changed forever is there is nothing that could be more rewarding you see a family maybe maybe it's a bus kid you picked up maybe it's a you know just someone you found a family member or or anyone and they basically let's say they they knew my mom and dad they did this i'm gonna eventually end up picking up the same habits whatever it might be alcoholism whatever and the you just begin you change that generational curse when you reached them and you were able to get to them and you brought them to an altar you brought them to a pentecostal church and they got filled with the holy ghost we're just we're just hands we're just hands in god's plans god has a plan and he wants to seek and to save that which was lost and we're just doing his work that's it and in um in Hebrews chapter six and in verse number ten it says For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which ye have showed towards his name, in that ye have ministered to the saints and do minister. God, when you put in the work, your labor of love will never be forgotten. Be forgotten. <laughs> never. God will never 
be like, oh man, you're you're a soul winner. You brought 15 people to church this year. Great job. Cool. I'm gonna leave you suffering. And <laughs> no, he's not gonna do that. He will never forget your labor of love. You want to be blessed? Tend to sheep. Feed God's sheep. The blessings of fishing. It is, it, I, again, I, I can't, I wish everyone could really get this in them. Because there is rewards. There is a reward for a soul winner. Again, I, I my main thing, is, as I said, the first off is that a soul is saved. That is the best thing ever right there. But there's also blessings that come from it. And God, he keeps close watch. He keeps And he keeps good record of those that does his plan. And God says, things that you do in secret, he will reward you openly. That's Matthew chapter 6 and verse number 4. God rewards you for your good work. So, the... Um, in Daniel chapter 12 and verse number 3, it talks about soul winners. Soul winners turned into stars and they shine. Right here, reading Daniel chapter 12 and verse number 3. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. Firmament, <laughs> sorry. And they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. And they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. God, he wants soul winners to shine. He wants you to shine financially. He wants you to shine well on the job. There is no better life than just following the will. Following the will of God. And again, some of you may think, well, I'm trying to find exactly what the will of God is in my life. Am I going to be a preacher? Am I going to be a Sunday school teacher? Am I going to, what, what is it? What am I going to do for the church? Am I going to be an evangelist? Am I going to need to buy a trailer and travel the country? Am I going to be a missionary? What is it? Well, just start today by reaching for a soul. Start doing a little bit of fishing. Just carry a little bit of bait in your pocket, a church card, uh, and then just give it out. Put it out there. Put it out on a table as you leave a restaurant. Put it out on, a, I, I, I don't know, how, whatever, however you want to do that. Join a bus route. Knock some doors. Come on to outreach on Saturday. Um, there's all kinds of different ways you could do it. Um, or even just phone a friend. Maybe someone you know from college or from high school, whatever it may be, an acquaintance that you just know that isn't saved, has not found Jesus through this Acts 238 message. Just reach out to them. Again, this is just a me talking today, me sharing a burden and a passion that I have for Bible studies and outreach. Um Maybe I'll talk about bus ministry someday. I love bus ministry too. We'll talk about that. But um, I do have a interview in the works. Uh, we were hopefully trying to schedule last week, but th things happen. So we're working on that. But today, I'm. Uh, it was just me, and I hope you guys enjoyed this. 
And I hope you guys remember, there is blessings when it comes to fishing. In Jesus' name, guys, have a great day. God bless. And again, thank you for listening to the Overflow Podcast. Bye-bye.